Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. Here we are, first part of June 2020, and this really is the beginning of the end of a great social experiment. But I'll remind you again, don't be bothered by some of the numbers we're going to talk about. Some of these numbers are old, meaning that it takes months to accumulate them and bring them out as a disclosure. Some of these numbers are very, very current, like the yield numbers and mortgage numbers, so on and so forth. Some of these other things take a long time to put together. So we're still going to be having bad news numbers in August due to the time lag. The ISM number here, which is most recent, is already starting to climb out of where it was low, probably a multi-decade low. Well, the government shut the economy down, so the numbers are going to be bad. You know that. They're picking up. The ISM report, that's the Institute of Supply Management, all 20 pages of it, and it's a fun read, let me tell you. Talking about a lot of the people that responded to their survey were saying inventories are low, demand is picking up quickly. They didn't use the word rapidly or tepid or we're waiting for demand. They're saying our customers picked up the phone and said, I really would like it now. That is starting to happen everywhere. All the bond yields have gone up. The yield curve has shifted up. Normally, that means people are less concerned about what's going on and they're not buying so many treasuries. And the mortgage market has cleared out a lot of its clog and started selling and closing more properties. A lot of brouhaha on the media about how, oh, housing collapsed. and then No, it didn't. It was all about the mortgage market being a little confused, what with forbearance on people not paying and so on and so forth. But they're clearing that up, moving forward. Here's the initial unemployment claims. You shouldn't be surprised. We knew this was coming. They're not going to drop below a couple of million for a little while, but then they'll drop rapidly. The other side of this coin is those companies that have not done well during this experiment, meaning consumers have changed, well, Amazon picked up 100,000 people, probably going to keep them. Boeing lost 300-plus aircraft orders, probably going to get rid of 12,000 people, and they're not coming back. Boeing loses 300 orders. Well, GE, who builds a lot of their engines, not going to need as many people. That's probably 4,000 people not coming back. That end of the labor is going to shift around. They're going to transfer, and those unemployment initial claims won't be here for a couple of months. Right now, we're just clearing out those from the shutdown. It kind of looks like this. Up there on the top, well, there's the unemployment number starting to come down. Peaked on the way to the trough. Down on the bottom are the ongoing claims. Those people that are on claims collecting benefits right now. It's about 21 million. It has turned. It's a much slower moving average. It has turned. Not only are states running out of money to pay these claims, and Congress, as you might imagine, is struggling trying to get this through the process, but we're still going to be out of unemployment money in all the state's reserve accounts by the end of June. So these numbers are naturally going to come down. A lot of questions about, gee, how did this administration react compared to 
the fixing of the economy in 2008. On the right there is basically an outline of what it took, the 550 days it took to get some money through the administration and Congress. And back in those days, I was definitely on the side of the fence that the administration did a first-rate, quick job compared to how things have been handled in the past. That was 2008. It took them 550, 600 days to get a lot of stuff going and get the momentum of the economy back in a positive direction. Look over there on the left. Well, a few weeks the administration and the Federal Reserve and Treasury puts $2 trillion into the economy. Now, that's not stimulus. That's liquidity. They shut the lights out, send you home. They send you some money. They do it quickly. They did it very efficiently. Programs like the PPP, the Payroll Protection Program, did an enormous good helping people keep employed until now when things are starting to pick back up. Restaurants will open so on and so forth. But the change in why this industry like Boeing is probably going to be very different going forward and airlines are going to be different and cruise ships and, well, assisted living facilities. A lot of things have changed, good and bad. Here's an example. This is from the Congressional Budget Office. There we are, 2020. This is GDP. Boof. They shut the lights out, drops 5 8%, whatever the number turns out to be. It's like shutting the light off and taking a day off. Now, when you come back and go to work, you're not only going to do your normal amount of work, which is the slope of the line there, which is a lot. You're going to try and catch up to the day you lost and catch up that day's work. Well, it's not that easy and it's going to take some time. You'll hear terms like, oh, we won't see a recovery for a long time. That's basically people deciding that where the GDP number was going, when are we going to get there? Well, that's going to take time. It has shifted down. The algorithm has shifted down. Growth is still good and getting better. Keep that in mind. There's the S&P 500. It continues to creep up. I know I've talked about, gee, I don't like the term swoosh. But it's a swoosh, not really a V or a W, but it keeps grinding forward based on a lot of earnings and what is being disclosed and what we're finding out. Earnings, not bad. Some are real bad. We knew they were going to be bad, but that changes week to week. Some of the other indicators, equity volumes, the amount of stuff that's being traded, volatility, action in the marketplace. There's the S&P 500 on the bottom. It's exactly what it's done for eight months in 2019. Those of us that made a lot of money in 2019, and most people did, remember that was all in the first quarter. Then it was kind of mediocrity after that. Boof, the lights go down, market goes down, and it's working its way back up now. So less drama, less worry, more recovery. Earnings per share going forward right now, about $127 a share. Pretty good number. If nothing had changed in the marketplace, that number would be up about $140, $144. It's a question of when we're going to get there. And I think that the S&P 500 and the stock market is not necessarily tied to the performance of the economy. It's just sort of an indicator. It might get there sooner than you think. 
there's a lot of positive feeling out there. There's a lot of change of heart about, gee, maybe I own these, maybe I shouldn't. There's also a lot of new money coming into the market. Here's where the profits are. Now, it's obvious that the profits are going to be down if you're, well, let's not pick on Boeing or Disney, but you know their profits are down. They have to be. The doors were closed. Boeing lost orders. Cruise lines lost a lot of passengers. Airlines, they were just sitting around, putting air in the tires. That part will slowly turn around, but companies like, you know, Facebook, Amazon, Amazon picked up 100,000 employees. I think they're making it very clear they're going to keep those 100,000 employees. Maybe do a little more. Their delivery business is growing, and they are clearly, if anybody's going to buy airplanes, it's going to be Amazon. They're doing their own fleets, so on and so forth. Now, what is interesting here, the various colors, the standard Amazon, Alphabet, Google, the white, well, it's New York Times. I'm a little surprised it's done so well, but it has done well. I think it's indicative that they're probably very good at this electronic broadcast, less paper, so on and so forth. Very indicative to me that the kind of index-oriented vesting we were able to do in some part of 2018 and most of 2019, that's probably over. It's going to be stock picking going forward. Those that are going to do well, it's pretty clear. It doesn't mean they're going to do real well. So market's constantly changing. The bond side of things, another important market. The investment grade stuff, triple B or better, the market has already sold a trillion dollars in the first three months. It's kind of a lot. The rest of the years, you can see they do about a half a trillion dollars a year. This is in the quality stuff, triple B or better, investment grade. Well, everybody didn't want to be caught short of cash and interest rates were coming down. It was a good time in the marketplace. Again, even Boeing picked up $28 billion worth of new money in about four hours. Everybody did. GE, everybody did. That's fine. The corporate market is, is very transparent. It's very open. It's, it's very used to disclosure. They got banks looking at them. They're pretty clean and healthy. The other side of the coin is the state level and below municipalities, which don't have the same kind of scrutiny and for the most part aren't nearly as transparent as corporate America. We're already discovering that there are certain parts of the country that aren't doing very well at all. And Denver's the opposite. Denver's an example of a small geographic area that's doing very well. But a lot of parts of the country suffered a lot worse. And a lot of those municipalities are not doing very well, and we just don't even know it yet. There are going to be some mysteries and probably some unpleasant surprises in the next few months. It won't last till the end of the year. It's going to be by the end of August. Some of these municipalities are going to be broke. A lot of these states decided, oh, we'll save a bunch of money and just lay a lot of our workers off. And there's been a lot of state employee in initial unemployment claims. Turns out they forgot that you lay off a state employee, you still have to pay them unemployment. So on average, your basic state employee, for the most part, makes about $1,100 a week. Standard unemployment, they get paid about $510 based on that, half. 
with the current federal assistance in unemployment, eh, they get up to about 800, 75%. But it didn't save the state very much money at all. They were still obligated for that employee. They're still going to have to dig up the money to keep them going. States, locals, cities, even special bond districts are going to have to relook at everything going forward because they have to come to the taxpayers saying, by the way, we picked up a lot of debt or we have no money in our unemployment claims account, so on and so forth. Taxes are going up. Plan on it. Shouldn't be a surprise. Don't be upset when you see it. It kind of looks like this. The red is, well, this is the treasuries held by the public. We talk about this a lot. It's about 80% right now, 79, 80, 81% of all the treasuries out there, $18 trillion in treasuries held by the public. As of six weeks ago, well, that's 107%, 110%, maybe as high as 120% held by the public. There was a lot of debt issue. There was a lot of money going out as liquidity, not stimulus. We have a lot more debt. The Fed is going to need to adjust that, and they're going to tell Treasury, we need more income. Your taxes are going up. We know it going in. It's okay. The deficit's there on the bottom. We're going to have an 18, 20% deficit here because they're coughing up all their money. Don't let the media bother you about that either. That will go down because they will stop spending. The spending part and all the chit-chat of this is going to be over by the end of July, and these numbers will stabilize. We're just going to have to pay the piper when, uh, probably starting in 2021. I don't care what goes on in the presidential election in November. 2021, we're going to have to have a little bit of fiscal readjustment. It's enough on the U.S. Finally, and I'll wrap up with this. There's a lot of media coverage on Hong Kong. Most of it's political. I don't care about that very much. The economic side of Hong Kong is important. Hong Kong is the source of buying and selling. And anytime there's any real confidence required in dealing with China, you go through Hong Kong. They have an English common law system, which is reliable, and we know what the rules are. And they have the Hong Kong dollar, which has generally been tied to the U.S. dollar, which is a good currency to trade in. Unfortunately, that's very likely to unwind here very soon. Another quarter or two, they may be done. That is going to be bad going forward in dealing with China. There's already some huge adjustments that China's going to have to make. They opened their factories saying, yay, we're ready. But as it turns out, mostly the West, and when you say the West, you mean the United States, not buying stuff. Their demand is way down. And as you know, there really isn't consumer demand in China in any significant degree. They have to sell stuff to us. It seems like they're just figuring that out. But if they close the door on Hong Kong and that changes and that turns into one country, one system, rather than two countries, two systems, or one country, two systems, Boy, that would be a political mistake to say that. It's going to make it harder. Uh, nobody wants to deal in Yuan. Nobody wants to deal with a legal system that basically is run by the mayor 
and I'm not kidding when I say the mayor in these municipalities decides big things. It's not like it's written down. Well, following Hong Kong, and if they lose their special trade status, it's going to be three or four more nails holding China back going forward. The boom days are already long gone, not to repeat, but they had a reasonable chance of kind of moving forward and developing a middle class over the next generation or so. That's going to be much harder without a window on the world like Hong Kong. Okay, always happy to answer questions. Send them along to me at info at shwj.com. I appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll talk more about this in a couple of weeks. Thank you.